Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network, starring Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing today? Hello, Scott. I'm really good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a nice sunny day where I am. And, uh, I like to see the trees and blue sky, and it makes for a wonderful, wonderful day. Yes, it certainly does. It, it certainly changes the mood and the energy, that's for sure. Yes, it does. And, you know, speaking of moods, uh, when I was younger, um, I think it would be safe to characterize me as a somewhat moody individual. And I'm talking about my teenage years. And, of course, most people say, well, all teenagers are, are moody and all the rest of it. But I really felt like a... Uh, square peg in a round hole and that I didn't feel like I, I fit in. And, uh, and I think the other part of it was that I was very sensitive to uh, what was going on around me, although I wasn't necessarily conscious of it. So if there was um, stress in the... Well, I'll give you an example. of I went into the living room once and when my parents were there, and my dad's sitting in his seat reading a book, and my mom's sitting on the couch reading a book, nothing unusual there. I just walk in, hey, Mom, hey, Dad, how you guys doing? And I don't think they answered or anything. And <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't because I wasn't paying much attention. And <laughs> uh, and uh, off I went, and, and an hour later, my sister comes up to me and says, oh, Mom and Dad, they had a really big fight. And, and I'm going, what are you talking about? And, oh, couldn't you? And she was going on and on and on about how um, ice cold. So what happened for her when she walked in the living room was she ran into a, a, a wall of ice and just thought, oh, this is, you know, really bad. And, and uh, so, and she was quite cognizant of the, of the tension that was going on at that point. Um, so sometimes I think we have a lot of highly sensitive people around us and uh, I know oftentimes I would be kicking myself like I'm too sensitive I shouldn't you know I'm crying I'm this I'm that and uh, and I know at one point my my parents even thought about taking me to a psychologist to see if they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me Mm, yes, I mean, th this is the big question, isn't it? What's wrong with you? And another question that I'm often told that my clients have been asked is, why are you so sensitive? Why are you so emotional? And it's interesting hearing uh, you talk in that way, Scott, because I had uh, similar experiences when I was a child and through into my teens. Uh, I, there was a lot of my youth where I felt particularly disconnected from people around the the other children at school around me um, I would note uh, there was one experience I had in music class we just had the most fantastic music teacher uh, and she was great at theory I played uh, the French horn at the time she really encouraged that and uh, we often did singing in class and we um, one day she was teaching us it's Moon River uh -huh. and, and I was probably about 12 at the time and the I I, I think I was aware of the song, and it turns out, uh, latterly, I found out it's uh, one of my mum's favorite songs, but I don't think I realized that at the time. 
And uh, so uh, we were singing this, and I don't know what happened, but I was just overwhelmed by emotion, and I started crying in the music class. Um, so I stopped singing, and I was crying, and then, of course, the girl sitting, standing next to me was aware, and everybody started to turn around, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And I didn't have any words to explain why. I just felt so moved by the song and the emotion of all of our voices together. Mm. And uh, for me, I, that was a, a very poignant moment for me because I thought, I am very aware. I am deeply aware. And I, I found that um, I was always uh, noticing the way people looked or the a gesture or the tone of their voice. And often I would take that on uh, as my own, like maybe it was something that I had done to make them respond in that way. Mm. Uh, well, in reality, they were probably feeling whatever they were feeling and answering in whatever way worked for them. But somehow I felt a responsibility um, and a, a worry that maybe I had offended them or I'd done something wrong. Um, and so I beca began to feel that I was uh, perhaps different or disconnected from many people. Um, and I, I often felt like that through my teens and even into university years as well. Um, and I didn't realize at the time there was any particular personality type uh, that was uh, that I kind of fitted into. Um, however, now through the work that I've, I do with my clients, I realize that there are high, very highly sensitive people um, out there. And it, it seems to be that for whatever reason, um, I work with many people that are highly sensitive. And of course, I, I believe everyone is sensitive on different levels. I'm not suggesting you're either sensitive or you're not. Of course right. not. Uh, every, everyone responds in, in, in an emotional way in whatever way they can or they're able to. Uh, but the way that... Um, I, I work with clients who approach me who say, to use your expression, they feel like they're a square peg in a round hole, um, is we can use EFT around this, not to change the person they are. I mean, I've done a lot of EFT on feeling like a square peg in a round hole. I haven't changed my uh, deeply sensitive nature. I believe I, I still have that. That's still my essence. However, the way that we can use EFT is to work through the anxieties that this may cause us. Because a lot of people uh, who approach me to work with me around this topic believe that being highly sensitive makes them weak. So then they can be the kind of person who is walked all over uh, or uh, people kind of push them around in some way. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and, and also a lot of people are telling them like, hey, come on, get a grip of yourself. Don't be so emotional. Don't be so sensitive. Let it roll off your back, that kind of idea, where it's not so easy for them to do that. And, and uh, why, why should they do that if perhaps deep down they don't want to? Uh, so with EFT, we can work uh, through the pain that, the, that, that being oh, so brilliantly aware of what's going on often causes us because one of the experiences I have when I work with people that are highly sensitive is how in tune they are to what's going on around them 
that they, they have a real empathy, a real understanding for how somebody may be thinking or feeling about something. Uh, I mean, some clients tell me that they really kind of connect in energetically and spiritually, and sometimes that can be draining for them. They kind of go through whatever their friend or their colleague is going through because they're so deeply aware. Um, they're also very in tune with uh, the environment and nature, and sometimes it can pain them to, ex to observe what's happening to, to, the, uh, to the environment and, uh, and var var various repercussions that humans, uh, humankind is creating in the world, so to speak. Um, so again, all the anguish, all the, the grief that's created through being so deeply aware and having such a huge perspective uh, can be addressed with EFT. So again, we're not, we're not changing the person, we're healing the pain and the hurts that are caused. I think that's a great distinction because we are who we are. We don't, you know, we hopefully like ourselves the way we are, but the, the trick is to be able to deal with those aspects of, of our personality that uh, cause us stress, discomfort, or pain. Yes, and of course, that, that with EFT, we have this wonderful tool to be able to do this. Um, and. Uh, to, to heal that pain as well. I mean, another um, another example uh, that I notice a lot, Scott, with uh, people who are highly sensitive is that sometimes uh, they can be perfectionists too. Uh, and uh, they're often thinking continuously about things that they may have done wrong or they could have done better. Or something I hear a lot of with my clients is uh, after I'd spoken to that person, um, I kept having a tape playing in my head that I could have worded it differently or I could have said that or what if they took offense or they didn't understand what I was trying to say. So there's, there's all this uh, chatter going on, which quite frankly is exhausting. Um, and very tiring for people. And um, often it's been my experience that many people uh, who um, are highly sensitive have, um, have concerns with uh, social anxiety or energy levels of some kind, often even leading into chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia. Well, that's hardly surprising because they've just, they're constantly questioning their actions, constantly questioning what they've done, con constantly pushing themselves to be better in some way. Uh, being a little more perfect. So, I mean, it, it can be quite an exhausting, um, it, it can be quite exhausting to be that way. Right. And then that just makes it more and more difficult to deal with issues that we have to deal with in our everyday lives. Yes, exactly. Because, I mean, everyone has concerns and anxieties throughout the day or the week anyway. Uh, so it all starts to build up, and uh, one one of the words or two words that I hear a lot from my clients who are highly sensitive is everything is becoming overwhelming or inundating. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just getting too much because, of course, there's the everyday stresses plus the the um, extra part of being highly sensitive and what that means. So that's an extra layer on top of it all. And um, of, often this can be perceived as a burden. I mean, mm -hmm. this is a, a heavy weight to carry around, particularly, I think, the part that, uh, where people um, 
are so empathic and they really tune in and connect to uh, into the pain that somebody else might be going through. This kind of brings us full circle to uh, the conversation we had a couple episodes ago about boundaries. Yes, doesn't it? Because <laughs> I was just thinking when you were talking, this is really about, you know, where is the boundary between myself and this other individual? So how much of what they're going through should I take on? Yes, and it's it's hard sometimes when we're in the thick of it to know, like uh, kind of morphing into somebody else's challenge and feeling like we want to be there for them and really feeling their pain, but at what cost to ourselves? And also, we can feel their pain, but probably we're not in a position to do anything about it. So it's kind of like taking on the pain, but there's no, they don't have less pain because we, it's not like you split the pain in two <laughs> and it's only half the pain, right? It's, they still have their full part of pain and you still have the full part of pain that you took on. Exactly. Yes. That, that's so well put. It's brilliantly reframed because it, it's actually serving no one. Uh, because the person who is highly sensitive and deeply empathic is now uh, troubled by a, another anxiety and another hurt, yet the, the person who was hurting in the first place isn't any less hurt through sharing that. Right. Yes, that's I think... kind of, well, that's a really sick, isn't it? Well, uh, it, it's, it's deeply challenging, that's for sure. And I think that uh, your, your reference to boundaries is huge. Uh, I mean, a lot of the work that I do with clients when we're talking about the kind of person that they are and, and how they want to help and they, they, they're deeply concerned about others and they want to be helpful and useful and so forth um, and to please. And, and a lot of people who are highly sensitive are... Um, are very um, conscious of pleasing others and, and helping them out, putting their needs first bef uh, before their own. Sorry, putting the other person's needs first before their own. Uh, so a lot of the work that I do with them is how we can carefully and safely set boundaries around this, uh, which are right for the person with, who is highly sensitive and feels right for the other person too. Do you find that... Uh the highly sensitive person, so we have the highly sensitive person in this example and we have the other person who may or may not be highly sensitive, it's kind of irrelevant to my, my question, uh, but do you find that the, uh, that the other person uh, gets a benefit out of the uh, highly sensitive person being, you know, stressed out and empathetic, em empathic to what they're going through? Uh, yes, I mean, the highly sensitive person doesn't necessarily need to be getting stressed out or even um, uh, show that they're getting stressed out. But, I mean, I, I, it's my belief that we as highly sensitive people, and I include myself in there, um, have so much to offer the world. So does the other person um, benefit? Uh, well, yes, I do believe that they benefit in the sense that I don't know that their problem will be halved, like you mentioned earlier, uh, but to have uh, some kind of balance in society because people that are highly sensitive uh, certainly see things very, uh, well, often see things very differently and can, br can bring awareness to certain things that others may dismiss or not even be aware of. Uh, so ha having uh, a deep awareness, 
ha uh, being tuned into their emotions is a wonderful um, demonstration. I mean, what what we can teach others through being that way, it's hugely beneficial, I believe. Mm -hmm. Well, and a lot of the problems that we have in society come from people stuffing their emotions or being uh, having dead emotions, you, you know, like they just don't have any empathy. And then, you know, you have catastrophes happening and they're just like, oh, who cares? You know, it's halfway around the world, doesn't impact me. As opposed to really, uh, you know, being able in a position to maybe do something to help, whether it's a donation or, um, you know, going over there and actually helping. Like I know there was a huge earthquake in, in Japan and right away there were para, uh, <laughs> they weren't paramilitary, they were uh, basically people that go in uh, in emergencies to you know you know something happens and they go there and they're able to help find people and put them back together and all the rest of it i think they were ambulance mostly you know people they'd already been sent from uh, la for sure i remember and three or four other cities where it was like you know these are people that are able to deal with emergency situations with uh, you know, catastrophes, and they were already going from around the world uh, there to help out. Yes, I mean, uh, there, there is, there's always got to be a balance because no, no person is exactly the same as the next. So some, somebody may put their head in the sand and uh, that feels safer for them. Another person uh, may need to express thoughts or, or put themselves in a, in a different place and that feels safe for them. Um, I mean, I think what's so challenging for many people who are highly sensitive is they feel that there's something wrong with them, so they don't express how they feel. Mm -hmm. they, they found that by um, acknowledging the world around them or acknowledging their emotions verbally in front of people has been to their detriment. Uh, so, and it's made others perhaps feel uncomfortable or whatever's gone on for the other person. The highly sensitive person has learned to stuff it down and not express. And I think, uh, I mean, th this just turns into a, a vicious cycle because if someone is unable to express what they feel, then that makes them feel uncomfortable and, and question themselves and, and question their worth and if they're right or wrong. Uh, so, again, with EFT, these are the concerns and agitations that we can address. What, what if it, rather than what's being wrong, what's wrong with me, I could start questioning what's right with me? What do I offer uh, th this culture? What do I offer the environment? What do I offer my society being the way that I am? How could I turn this uh, burden into a blessing? Right, right. So uh, in many of our uh, previous episodes, we've done exactly that. We've tapped to turn a burden into a blessing. And I was wondering if you would like to maybe uh, go through a process of tapping to turn uh, whatever we're feeling with highly sensitive people into a blessing. Yeah, uh, I think that's a lovely idea, Scott. Uh, I mean, one, one thing to, that perhaps we could address uh, in the setup is the frustration or often the anger that some people uh, with highly sensitive personalities feel uh, with themselves. They're, they're angry and disappointed that they're so sensitive. Um, uh, a lot of the comments I often hear from my clients is, I wish I were more thick-skinned. 
uh, then I wouldn't mm. feel this upset. Then it wouldn't hurt me to see the news and watch what's happening in Japan. Uh, then it wouldn't hurt me when I hear a, a local story that's really upset me. Um, and uh, so I, I would certainly be um, open to addressing that for sure. Wonderful. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so once again, everyone, uh, I'm not a licensed health professional and I offer EFT as an advanced EFT practitioner. And EFT is not intended to be used as a replacement for medical treatment, but you can use it in conjunction. You're encouraged to consult your doctor and or therapist regarding your use of EFT. So in choosing to tap along with Scott and me, you're required to take complete responsibility for your own emotional, physical, and mental health and well-being, both during and after this podcast. And if you happen to be driving, please wait until you're not driving before you start tapping. Okay, well done, Scott. So I think for people who are listening right now, if, if what Scott and I have just talked about has brought something up for you, if you're kind of hooking in and thinking, yes, I've been in that situation, or uh, part of what they're saying describes me, or uh, I felt a connection to something e either one of us said, uh, then just take a moment to consider how that feels right now for you. What's the intensity that you're feeling about what Scott and I have discussed? Um, and if you're feeling, yeah, I do feel angry with myself for being this way or disappointed or frustrated or I am thinking there's something wrong with me, whatever's going on for you, whatever that self-talk is, just assess the intensity rating as you consider that and make a note. And also be very mindful of where you feel that in your body because that is uh, another clue. That's a way to test if EFT is working, if the, whatever that physical sensation is starts to ease. So I don't know if anything that you or I discussed brought anything up for you, Scott. Uh, I mean, you mentioned earlier that when you were a kid, because of your moodiness, you felt sometimes like a little bit of a square peg in a round hole. Uh, but is there any kind of physical response to anything that we've talked about? Is there an intensity there? Uh, yeah, actually, there's a bit of heartburn. Ah, okay. What, what's heartburn for you? Um, I would say it's kind of like broken heart. Mm. Okay. And is there a specific memory that you're thinking of when you're thinking of the broken heart? Mm. It doesn't have to be. It might be. Uh, no, no specific ones. Okay. So with that broken heart, is there a, a number of intensity with that if 10 was the highest? I would say eight. Mm. Okay. All right, so let's tap the Cardi chop point and uh, we'll talk about being highly sensitive and what that might mean. Even though I'm frustrated with myself. Even though I'm frustrated with myself. Because I'm so sensitive. Because I'm so sensitive. For a moment, I have decided to accept myself anyway. For the moment, I've decided to accept myself anyway. Even though there is a part of me... Even though there is a part of me... Which wishes I were more thick-skinned. Which wishes I was more thick-skinned. And didn't get hurt quite so easily. And didn't get hurt quite so easily. I deserve to accept myself for being me. 
I deserve to accept myself for being me. Even though I've always thought being this sensitive was a weakness. Even though I've always felt that being this sensitive was a weakness. What if it's actually a strength? What if it's actually a strength? All right, so we'll go to the top of the head and we'll say this. I'm frustrated with myself. I am frustrated. Eyebrow point. And I'm disappointed. And I'm disappointed. Side of the eye. Because I feel everything so deeply. Because I feel everything so deeply. Under the eye. Why am I so sensitive? Why am I so sensitive? Under the nose. I can feel what they're feeling. I can feel what they're feeling. And the chin point. And I worry that I may have hurt them in some way. And I worry that I may have hurt them in some way. And the collarbone point. I seem to absorb everything. I seem to absorb everything. Under the arm. It's so tiring. It's so tiring. And we go back to the top of the head. I feel so different. I feel so different. Eyebrow point. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? side of the eye. Why do I have this broken heart? Why do I have this broken heart? Under the eye. Perhaps I could turn this around. Perhaps I could turn this around. Under the nose. And look at this from a different perspective. And look at this from a different perspective. Chin point. What if it's good that I'm capable of feeling things this deeply? What if it's good that I'm capable of feeling things this deeply? Collarbone point. What if it's right that I'm so aware of what others are thinking? What if it's right that I'm so aware of what others are thinking? And under the arm. What if it's right that I'm so aware of what others are feeling? What if it's right that I'm so aware of what others are feeling? Top of the head. I can be helpful and supportive. I can be helpful and supportive. Eyebrow point. I can make a difference. I can make a difference side of the eye and I deserve to do this in a triumphant way and I deserve to do this in a triumphant way under the eye I release the need to be disappointed I release the need to be disappointed under the nose I release the need to be frustrated I release the need to be frustrated chin point I choose to heal my broken heart I choose to heal my broken heart Collarbone point. I choose to celebrate who I am. I choose to celebrate who I am. Under the arm, I choose to celebrate how I feel about being highly sensitive. I choose to celebrate how I feel about being highly sensitive. Lovely. Let's close our eyes and we'll take a comfortable breath. Okay. And just uh, connect in a moment to that heart, what you described as heartburn, Scott. How does that feel right now? Uh, it's probably down to about a two. Oh, wonderful. And how do you know it's dropped that far? It's uh, not nearly as burning as it was. Okay. And did, were there any thoughts or feelings that came up as we were tapping? Not really. It was uh, actually just kind of uh, some good feelings that were coming up. Good. Uh, and by good, you mean what? Like you, it w you were make they were making you feel good? Yeah, yeah, happy thoughts. 
Excellent. Okay, so the, the perfect way to use EFT is to reframe it. Now, of course, if I was working with Scott in a full session, I would I would take that two down to a zero. And what I want to be clear of in what with what we've just done, Scott, is this is very general tapping. I mean, I included a lot in there about how I feel about being sensitive and maybe I could be more thick-skinned and, and how empathic I am and what's wrong with me. There are a whole bunch of different things in there. This is a great starting point. So for those of you listening, if, if this spiked something for you, if it triggered something, I suggest you replay it and write down the thoughts and the feelings that are coming up because the purpose of starting... Uh, very generally like this, sort of covering many aspects of being highly sensitive, is that we can start to focus on specific memories, specific hurts. So you may find that you remember a couple of events that happened where you were led to feel like something was wrong with you or you put yourself down because you were feeling something so deeply. And then you can use EFT to tap on those. So this is a great starting point. That's right, and I think it's really important to emphasize that, you know, to be really effective with EFT, we need to be very, very specific. And of course, uh, doing a, a show like we're doing, uh, it's impossible for us to be that specific and still give value to everybody that's listen. You know, the thousands of people that listen in to us each each week. So this is really the introduction to different aspects of how you can use EFT and you can you know take what we've shared with you and you can certainly go deeper yourself if you want but there's a real power to working with somebody who is a master at what they do which of course is exactly what Annabelle is and she's able to take you uh, to a deeper level a more healing level faster than uh, than you could doing it by yourself because of the thousands and thousands of hours of experience she has working with her, all her clients. And I think it's really important that, you know, you, going in, you understand that. Like, okay, we did this thing, you know, you do it a couple times, you can replay it as much as you want. It'll get you to a certain level. You may be able to get to a deeper level yourself, which we certainly hope that's the case. Uh, but having said that, to really get... Um, a powerful impact and to get to the real depth of using EFT, uh, please don't hesitate to take advantage of Annabelle's experience. And Annabelle, if somebody wanted to know more about EFT and, and the work that you do, how could they find that out? They can visit my website, which is www.theefthealingcenter.com. And I have a specific section in there, Scott, on the highly sensitive personality because it's something very close to my heart. Um, and mm -hmm. the, ma the majority of the clients that I work with privately, uh, this is a large component of the work that we do. Uh, so my website uh, is, is a great resource. There are, um, there are articles and audios and um, a couple of videos as well. And I've also got a YouTube channel where you can tap along to um, to various EFT, sorry, various issues or problems and use EFT for that. Um, so that YouTube channel is growing too and there's also some EFT tips on there. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. We look forward to having you with us next time.